Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And welcome. Welcome. An unostentatious, friendly, but firm welcome to this the only Michigan football podcast on the internet. That's right. We prefer to call this discussion of Michigan football and other things. Uh, I would think a charmingly droll title, the Michigan football podcast, an audio book. That's my title for it. If we wanted to be charmingly droll. You couldn't have started a sentence with a conjunction. I find that to be a, just a piddling little critique of my otherwise fine title. Gentlemen, what say you to my title for this Michigan podcast? I find I, I thought your sentence began rather biblically with the conjunction. Mm. As regards the podcast title, um, the University of Michigan Wolverines football audiobook would be my recommendation, just to avoid any confusion whatsoever with any other universities. Your point's well taken, but as a state university, uh, should we be promoting such biblical views? Oh, I think correct. Fair, very fair. Very fair. I do think Jason has the high ground, though, because if you'll notice, the voices that you heard in order were my own, Holly's, and then Jason's. Um, and then in doing that, Jason went what? Third. Uh, that that I finished third. Does that make Ryan the Jim Harbaugh of this podcast? In 2017, 18, yes, it does. My pants are better. That's Jesus. Also, I've <laughs> defeated that man on the battlefield. I know we're in character, but. I'm not even going to share with you the title of my podcast, which is about Michigan football and booty bounce music. It's called Ho Beckler. So there. Hi, I'm Jim Harbaugh for Bonobos. I cut them off and wore them as leg warmers. Yes, this is the only podcast tonight. I think the, the primary topic of discussion, since we should let everyone know the agenda up front, will be to discuss the Michigan football schedule and the prospects for the Wolverines 
going into the 2018 season. I feel confident. I think many of our listeners do also feel confident about Michigan's prospects. But we'll go case by case tonight through every single game and really decide whether the Wolverines can live up to their their potential or whether we'll get another disappointing, dare I say, fifth place finish. That'd be no, the trend. Too far. In the worlds of Charles Horton Cooley, BA 1887, PhD 1894, uh, sociologist and Michigan grad, we're exploring the looking glass self tonight. Goodness. It's a tall order, but a mighty university like Michigan does not breed small or short minds. Uh, Mike Hart. Mike Hart. Only okay. short quarterbacks. Only running backs, too. There's some real shorties. Hi, Sam McGuffey, wherever you are. Are we are we starting with the schedule just straight away? Um, I, I think so. Do we have first of all, is there any business before we move on? Is there any sort of formal business for Michigan football colon an audiobook? Colons are grandstanding. Not if they're impacted. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a fine medical school. Ben Carson went there. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's not helping the case. Hold on, I'm gonna. I'm going to do a quick uh, undermining this podcast like he's Gerald Ford. Hold on, I I would like to. Um, Gerald Ford did nothing Gerald wrong. Gerald Ford did nothing wrong. God, Holly. If 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 it's all right, uh, we do have a little business to bring up here. Um, events wise at the University of Michigan, I'm uh, I'm going to read a few of the exercise and fitness options. Um, Let's say from now until, gosh, is it okay if I go all the way through the end of September? Is that, would that be okay? Yes, go ahead. All right, this is going to be exhaustive. And again, this is based on the University of Michigan's own website. Uh, the Did you exercise, say exhausting? The exercise and fitness options. September 13th, 8.30 p.m., Open Swing Dance, September 20th, 8.30 p.m., Open Swing Dance, September 21st, Midnight open swing dance, September 22nd, midnight open swing dance, September 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th, open swing dance. Oh, and here's a little preview, October 8th, open swing dance. Harbaugh's putting these boys through hell. Literally the only (laughs) thing listed under exercise and fitness for the University of Michigan all the way through October 29th open swing dance well what more does one need that sounds a little orgiastic to me is the problem so yeah the the open is what i'm a a little confused and or curious about right so this is just anyone shows up and can swing dance unabashed swing dance i thought i thought that we had uh test requirements gpa letters of recommendation i thought the whole point was that we wouldn't have an open swing dance it doesn't sound like there's any qualifications for it now. Yeah, like my dad is a CEO. Does that n- doesn't that mean that I'm the only one who gets to swing dance? My stepdad is a CFO. I would like to s- swing dance as well. Are so you trying to say are, that? If what are all these pores doing here? Swing C- dancing, and you know what C is the third letter of the alphabet. I would also state that if you have open swing dancing, you might as well call it the Iowa admissions policy of swing dancing. <laughs> <laughs> We have fun. We do. Goodness. Goodness. Not too much. No, no. Uh, we try to walk the line between amusement and frivolity. Now, um, 
if I may, if all business is adjourned and uh, otherwise covered, I think we can get directly to the schedule, okay? Which in itself, like a great battle of a world war, stretches across months. A campaign, if you will, led by Generalissimo, Jim Harbaugh himself. Jim Neralissimo. Jim Neralissimo. I almost laughed. You'll get there. That'd be unprofessional. A chortle, please. It's a, it's a, a long drive. Sustain it. It is. It's a very <laughs> long 17-play drive that ends in a field goal. It is. Hope we, really hope we can get through this. Um, really hope we can get through this entire thing without needing air support. Because there's nothing demonstrably air supportish about this team. Henry Kissinger did nothing wrong. That's not true. Wow. No. No. <laughs> That's a that is a fevered debate that we can have. Dare you disgrace the legacy of Clarence Kelly Johnson, founder of the Lockheed Skunk Works? That's right, author of the SR seven one himself. Triple Michigan degree holder. Michigan was about air power so far before the rest of the world that they don't need to worry about it now. It's called the National Medal of Science, not the National Medal of. Uh, I hear what you're football. saying, but also James Irwin. Michigan graduate and uh, NASA astronaut, first man to drive a lunar rover on the moon, proving that even at NASA, an important ground game is always the found, always the foundation. Well, you couldn't have anybody who didn't know about, you know, Detroit not driving that up on the moon. There's no telling what they'd hit up there. We went to the moon and we ran the ball. God damn it. You couldn't put two Florida guys up there. Two Florida guys would crash the two lunar rovers into each other. Well, you couldn't put two Florida guys there because there's no weed on the moon. We don't know that. And that's why we need to go back. (laughs) Sir. The pro-legalization discussion will continue on the victor's board. Sub A, sub politics. Please respond civilly and with brevity. And please don't bring bring these discussions to open swing dance. We're, We're tired of having them there. Yes. Let's not, by the way, let's not think about how Shea Patterson got into Michigan easily. Let's not. Just don't. Let's talk instead about Joseph Francis Shea, manager of the Apollo spacecraft program during Project Apollo, a triple Michigan degree holder. (laughs) The triple Michigan degree holder is like, there's a real strong overlap between that and I shot people into the moon or at high speed. Everybody's good at something. Either, well... I mean, shooting people at high speed into uh, the vastness of space or nothingness. Really, doesn't that describe a trip to Tampa for the Outback Bowl? I, I wouldn't know. Also, Sanjay Gupta went here. So the medical school is doing really great. That's true. Uh, the first game, if we could look on Michigan's schedule this year. Hated uh, papists. Excuse me. Excuse me. We're going to keep it secular here. None of this. We are facing a private school, which I will say, there, there's there's an angle there. But the, we're leading off facing, um, are they a rival? Do we consider Notre Dame a rival? No, because they won the last game. We would have scored points against a rival. Didn't they win the last game between us? They they did, and that's why yeah, they're, so they're yeah, not a rival. They're not a, why, do you think we would have gotten shut out by a rival? They're just no. mad we produced Jack Kevorkian. And, and who have they produced? Notre Dame, Regis Philbin. That's who Notre Dame has produced. Regis Philbin and Hannah Storm. 
That's the only two people to have ever graduated from the University of Notre Dame. Also, they produced a fictional president. Jimmy Clausen? Yes. Yes. Check Jimmy Clausen. Rings. Yeah. They they produced those three people. Those are the only people who have ever graduated because one never finishes a Notre Dame education. It's a lifelong endeavor. That sounds like purgatory. It sounds like a crusade. All of that, yes, except for the three people who managed to the three people who managed to graduate in the eyes of the Lord: Regis Philbin, Hannah Storm, and Jimmy Clausen. All See, transcended graduating the in the eyes of the Lord. Again, that sounds like you blew up a federal building that the that Lord told like you to blow up. Buddhist shit. Uh, well, we respect all religions at the University of Michigan. Yes, including whatever. The but Unabomber we do not followed. subscribe to any, or or ask you to pay any extra respect to any. Yeah, of them. unless we equal think an equal amount weird. of minimal respect for all. Mm-hmm. Let let me look at the let me look at it this way. Even if you did manage to openly subscribe to a religion or a god, prayers will be useless against that muscular Don Brown defense. I, I predict that Michigan wins this game uh, by a score of, I think, 10 to 7 sounds right. I think it's no coincidence that the Pope himself declares all capital punishment to be against Catholic dogma mere weeks before Notre Dame is set to be slaughtered at the hands of Michigan. When doesn't 10 to 7 sound right? I guess is my question. Funny, funny story. If you're talking about a good time to eat dinner, that's way too late. Yeah, football scores should all sound like a sensible time to eat dinner. They really should. Right? Three to six around there. That'd be fine. A little late. That'd be fine. Five to four. A little early, but you know, if you're in Florida, you could do it. But yes, I see Michigan prevailing over the Notre Dame Fighting Irish by a score of 10 to seven. Hard fought. Some respect given. But still, 10 to seven. The game is in Indiana, um, and every game we play in Indiana goes to quadruple overtime, but ends in humiliating disappointment for the home team. I see no reason why this will be any different. Remember, that is a rule. All football teams from Indiana, they're the same. They're all the same. We're, so our opening game against Ball State, they'll be wearing green jerseys, just green Ball State. That's it. Remember, you can convert all of them. It's like the Aldi Trader Joe's Nexus. Same stuff, different labels. That's don't all pay, it is. They just charge more for it. Why would you pay more for the Notre Dame? It's just Someone does. It's just repackaged. It's embarrassing. Who's the Aldi Notre Dame? Is it Boston College? Oh, definitely. That's insulting to both of them, so I like it. Like, deeply insulting. I would also point out that, by the way, in this matchup, for the last six... For the last six, have gone Michigan's way. Oh, it is a rivalry then. Yeah, no, it's a rivalry when we want it to be. It's definitely a rivalry. We haven't played them since uh, our big win in 2013. That's that's how long it's been since we played them. So, looking forward to just picking back up where we left off. Uh, After that, a little, a little. student exchange program with the unfortunate souls at Western Michigan. Let's just take Mm. a quick look at Western Michigan alumni. I assume this will give me some picture of a cute dog. Oh, Tim Allen. (laughs) 
Tim, who was Tim. busted on WMU's campus for selling what? Cocaine. Cocaine. What? That's right. He was he was he was busted. Uh, that's that's not Michigan alum. We'll just call him that. It's Western Michigan, and uh, you know, like a lot of the cowboys out west going up those mountain passes, he found himself knee deep in snow. Not sure to do with all of it, so he decided the, to share uh, it with some friends. The popular meme of WMU's mascot with its nose covered in snow, quote fingers, snow. There's a snow game, which is a perfect time to do cocaine. Uh, that was Tim Allen in that costume. That's not true. Can you prove it's, enti- it? it's entirely true. I, I, Spencer, I mean, it's not like he has a TV show to do. Spencer, if we're going to have an organized debate, I'd like you to bring facts to it and not unfounded personal attacks. I will tell you this. The last man standing is probably the one who snitched. Just saying. <laughs> is it snitching or is it just cooperating with our fine legal system? A debate on the victor's board. I trust the police <laughs> because they wear blue. Wow. Did we just discover the worst overlay of things ever if we said blue lives matter? <laughs> and we met Michigan. Not that that isn't true. We're talking about John Navarre. That's right. Officer John Navarre. In fact, that's that's I'm going to start referring to Michigan quarterbacks going forward. Officer. <laughs> Officer Patterson with the incompletion. Oh, we can't do that because all Notre Dame people are cops. So we have to switch them. What if, what if they're like insurance cops? So Officer Denard Robinson moved to Florida and his job title became weapon. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> that's not a lie. No, that's that's actually completely on the level. No, so um, like somebody comes up to you and, you and says, "Hey, I used to be a cop. Now I live in Florida. They call me Weapon." I'm actually a little jealous of Western Michigan because if you go through the people who went to Western Michigan, Terry Crews, Bruce Campbell, we have Adam Schefter. <laughs> I like that Adam Schefter, in addition to like... Do we or do we have a burner account? Mm. Yeah, we we have a darn Schefter. A darn. We have Adam and a darn. I would enroll and I would re-enroll at Michigan as a darn. Just so that <laughs> would be on the books and exist. As a darn Schefter. I'm a little... I, I'm, a, I'm a bit envious. Admittedly, not quite the comparison to our august and distinguished uh, long run of of quality people to come from the university of michigan I don't, but i don't think you realize how cut arthur miller was arthur miller had the exact same body as terry cruz the exact <laughs> just, i mean marilyn monroe wasn't just fishing who do you right? think who do you think killed the salesman oh my god with his mighty arms <laughs> with his gigantic biceps i uh I, I think this is a win i think we can just bypass this kind of this nonsense will be, by this saying will that be, this will be a win that the irresponsible national media will say suggests that michigan is not ready to contend and was too close for too long but is in reality a show of brotherhood to a fellow michigan institution and that's why it will be 12 to 11 i love that yeah all right and again Looking forward to seeing the the incre- the improvement and the development from Shea Patterson as he learns to uh, read a defense and possibly read. We're here to help. 
at all at uh, Michigan because Tim Allen has absolutely referred to cocaine as that Don Brown, right? Yes. Or was that heroin? Maybe who's to say? Either way, he's going to tell you everything you want to know about it and who he got it from and where he sold it to. What's important is that it's pure. That's right. Uh, Speaking of pure, I think we can go on and go to um, another team that pure cocaine historically might be associated with. So Um, not only is this our second cocaine team, this is also our second religious private school and our second horse mascot. Proving our tolerance. I don't know. I, th- I feel like we're stuck in several ruts here. We're we're playing Southern Methodist University. We're, we're playing Southern. Catholic. We're playing, we're playing Catholics and Methodists. I think that's positively uh, open-minded of us. I think we're opening ourselves to a lawsuit. Why aren't we playing any Lutherans? Now I don't know. I'll confess, I don't know much about Southern Methodist University. I assume they're a very pious private religious institution with very high academic standards. <laughs> and a history of upstanding behavior unblemished an unblemished of a a, a football team unblemished by scandal uh unblemished by uh by cheating just i assume that you know they do things the right way if they are a private religious institution the word southern in their name i'm going to draw on my vast uh, data banks of what i know about the south based on having never traveled south of kentucky Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to conclude that they are very, very, very simple, slow, um, small town, boring, not flashy, uh, just, just, just dull and, and uh, hard to watch. Humble blue collar, but not our blue. I assume their coach is, has some sort of bumpkinish moniker like Sunny or Squack or Bo or Bo. Now, now, uh, now, now. Bo is a king's name. <laughs> that is. It's the name of a weapon and of a legend. Uh, so that's a win, I'm hearing? Yeah, yes, we'll, I, uh, we'll, beat, we'll beat SMU. Uh, soundly. It seems soundly. what they try to do is score a lot of points. <laughs> Foolhardy. Not going to work. Not going to work. Frivolous, I say. Frivolous. If you've ventured outside of idyllic Ann Arbor and seen Big Ten alumni who didn't attend Michigan, you've probably seen strange, sad ink portraits on their arms, legs, or even inappropriately visible pubis. These are called tattoos, and if you'd like to know more, you should watch Vox's new show on Netflix. It's called Explain, and every episode is a 15-minute deep dive into one important topic. This week, that subject is tattoos, and this episode explores the history and anthropology of this strange art. Rumoredly, Wisconsin graduates had their preferred breakfast platter order inked upon their person to help paramedics know what they need to recover from alcohol poisoning. So go check it out on Netflix. Search for Explained or for Vox. This takes us to um, what I believe would be our first true Big Ten game. Albeit, it's with the Nafes, it's with the noobs, as the kids would say. Uh, Michigan will play Nebraska. This will be in Ann Arbor, so we can show them what a real Big Ten campus looks like. Not some sort of 
rented farm processing facility that they hold classes in. No, 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 no. Stroll around the campus, Nebraska. Take a look. A, uh, an AAU campus, by the way. This is what it looks like. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, Nebraska's doesn't look like one. Because it isn't. Because it's not in the AAU. Not it's good true. enough. Too dumb. Yes, we appreciate all the HFCS, though. When we feel swollen and our trousers are a bit tight, we'll think of you, Nebraska. <laughs> that was the most erotic thing you've ever said. It. it <laughs> I didn't mean to get lewd. We try to keep this at a family rating here on Michigan football. An audio book. I know it's an audio book. I like the, and, the added humility you've you've built in there. Mm-hmm. I will also state that Nebraskans known for their thrift. I agree. Not only did they uh, get rid of a coach that wasn't working, uh, but did not pay much for it in the form of Mike Riley. They also managed to hire a uh, not even a directional Florida hired a coach from a directional Florida from uh, something, a skate park called UCF, which uh, it's an innovative hire. Sorry. Did you say state park or skate park? What is a skate park? A skate park. Um, Uh. A skate park is something that they have in Florida. I'm told they are. Is this for swing dancing? No. And it is not for open swing dancing. So I'll beat you to that question. Could we petition the city council to permit swing dancing? Mm, that's possible, but we'll need lengthy debate. Robert oh. Robert's rules uh, are pretty clear about when you may and may not petition, uh, and I don't think we have the signatures at this point. So We'll have to work on that. I think a committee, we should meet in committee first, and then once we get a consensus on how to get those signatures, we should go out, uh, test the feasibility of getting those signatures. Mm-hmm. Does, that sound, does that sound correct? Is everyone all right with that? You had me at lengthy debate. Oh, this reminds me so of a, a long uh, World War One sidebar, but we can come back to that at a, a moment's uh, a moment later. Let's Spencer, save that for what, let's save that for the Facebook group. Talk about that in our Facebook smart, group. Smart, yes. If if you're listening to this, um, do that. Spencer, what was the name of this coach? Um, I, his name is Scott Frost. Now, this where do I remember back. that name from? I was gonna take you back if you'll remember the year. 1997. I apologize. National champs. Outright national champs. I remember mm-hmm. the year well. That is true. However, hmm? however, there's a bit of controversy. What? Because I think the lower-minded and uh, perhaps the lesser credited among our nation's sports media suggested, along with uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers partisans, that the Nebraska team of 1997 also bore some Claim to the national title in 1997, which is ridiculous. Well, well, the, well let's, did, let's did they beat Washington State fair and square? No doubt, with Ryan Leaf getting every opportunity to win the game in the final seconds. No, we did. That's 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 first round NFL draft pick Ryan Leaf. So, are, are you saying Nebraska seceded from the union? Um, I would say that Nebraska had, A- along yes. with enough other states to. Um, to, to give this uh, breakaway republic some sort of uh, legitimacy? Um, I would think so. And with a record that, uh, when I look at it, it doesn't look anything like football to me, frankly, if you look at it. Um, they, uh, they beat teams by sometimes 20, 30, 40 points, which seems gauche to me. I mean, why do you need that many points? What are you That's trying it. to prove? What insecurity are you covering if you beat Oklahoma? 
by a total of 69 to 7. What what are you hiding by flattening Kansas 35-0? What what I ask you are you trying to shield from my prying yet accurate eyes if you beat Texas A&M 54 to 15. Even Did- in our final game. Oh, please spare me. Uh the final game if we look at it, please what was our final game that year? Just to put, just if you, all things being equal, please, the Latin. Well, it was the Rose Bowl. Are you referring, referring to the points total? Yes, yes. What was the score in our our noble struggle with the hardworking lentil farmers of East Washington? I believe it was in the 20s. It was... I believe it was 24-20, but I will I will get back to you. That is that. the most football score of all. Did you say this team gave up, what was it, 47 points in a game? Mm. This team gave up 38. They relied on a trick of the foot, 38. the flea flicker, an mm-hmm. unsportsmanlike action where a ball was kicked when it should not have been and thus into the hands of wait, a wait, wait, Nebraska. Wait. We're talking about football. When should a ball not be kicked? A ball should be kicked on every third down or when fourth down. Right, when it's being run. Yes, when it's when it's being run or passed. The foot should not be involved. Run or what? Mm, I see where we're being hung up. Revisit this. Nebraska believed, unfortunately, in the forward pass. All oh, right. this is getting worse by the minute. So much worse. They passed up to 12 times a game. Sometimes 15 times a game. I regret to say those kind of things on a family podcast, but... Still, that team in 1997 claimed a national championship despite, despite seeing our Sterling record, irrefutably brilliant, if you ask me, and despite them having a gauche 42-17 exhibition in the Orange Bowl against who? The 1997 Tennessee Volunteers. I mean, isn't, isn't it much simpler than this? One poll doesn't have Steve Spurrier in it, and the other poll does, and the Steve Spurrier poll is the one that voted for Nebraska. Steve Spurrier noted dumbass, runner of the mouth, embarrassed. Would would we even even welcome him for a campus visit in Michigan to think that Florida would even go that far? I mean, the names on this list are – they're not – Paul Pasqualoni – Paul Pasqualoni was asked as part of his duties to vote for the national cha- – and we're supposed to take this poll seriously? I would also point out this. Can you imagine an SEC quarterback getting an invite to play for the Michigan Wolverines? It's unheard of. It's unthinkable. That has never happened. N- and never will. Maybe as a promotion of sorts. Maybe, no. as, maybe as an act of well, or, um, maybe if we adopted him. Think, yeah, think of it more as a as an orphanage kind of situation. I could see Michigan, in its big heartedness, welcoming a stranded quarterback from a lawless, ungoverned sex den SEC program, and saying, "Come, we have no sex here." I think Jim Harbaugh has literally adopted Shea Patterson. Honestly, is, with is that, raising him as his son. With that many children, how would he notice? One more, one less. It's all a matter of Sam's Club steak at that point. 
Yeah. By the way, just feeding him whale meat. The score in that game are national title, unsplit, undivided national title win over the number eight Washington State Cougars was a dignified 21 to 16. Lloyd Lloyd Carr classic. 16. Now that's a football football total. So we'll we'll defeat Nebraska. We you want your football you want your football score to sort of be like a classic car gas mileage. That's what you want your score to be. Somewhere in that range. 30, 20, come on. 21 city or 21 highway, 16 city. I like it. You want your you want your football score to sound like a year. 1713. An, achieve, an achievable year. Not some 3133. Nothing futuristic. That? Those years haven't happened. They aren't real. Anyway, if, if you do feel any sort of, if you place any credence in Nebraska's spurious claim to the national title in 1997, and you feel any lingering bitterness, this would be an opportunity to pay back a little bit of that. I believe Scott Frost, uh, the Ryan, quarterback Ryan for that team. showed us that this was not just spurious, it was spurious. <laughs> Goodness. Up next is a trip to Northwestern. I don't know where that is. It's northwestern of Michigan, which would be the Upper Peninsula. We're headed there. Mm, in the la- we're maybe. in the lake. Uh, is, we're are going these, in are the these lake. Fins? Oh, we're playing Great Lakes Navy. This is it. This is an undersea nation. Great Lakes Navy, of course, ranked top ten in 1945. Haven't mm. heard from them in a while. This is a submersible journalism school. <laughs> a more useless thing I could not possibly think of. <laughs> Why do you think they look so soggy? Lake news. <laughs> I really hope somebody can explain what Northwestern is and and if they've been there or go there or have a degree from this university, I hope they tell me within the first 10 seconds of meeting me because I'd like to know more, frankly. Northwestern serves a purpose. This is news to me, at least. That purpose. Um, so, of course, Northwestern's color is purple. Mm-hmm. And... I, I think I don't want to get too spiritual here. Again, I'm a man of science and letters. Uh, the universe needs balance in all things. So we had the the musical artist Prince embrace purple as his color, deeply sexual, excited people around the world, international superstar. Now, Northwestern's purple, the exact opposite of all of those things. The anti-Prince, if you will. And that's balance. Hmm. Hmm. That's the fake, the the fake prince, the non-prince. Yeah, correct. I also, I also believe that we've never lost to these people. Is that true? If you're asking, I I don't see how we would have. No, they can't even pick a direction. Please. Such hesitation in the name alone indicates great disorder on the football field. It's, it's a shame you don't know how to use latitude and longitude and you just have to gesture aimlessly not even accurate anymore couldn't even really update that could they please do not search the lyrics for our fight song um as to what we define as west especially because well, we are now exactly. in the big ten we, we we are the west so how can they be west that's why the rose bowl is ours you go west of west you fall off the edge of the earth hmm mm. yes like, ah, I'm, I'm being told that not only did they not score any points last year uh, we beat them by the outstanding score in 2016 of 10 or in 2014 of 10 to 9. 10 Beautiful. To, that's outstanding. 
I don't think I don't think there's a better football game than ten to nine. If this were a lesser, more gauche podcast, I would at this point say Fat Fitzgerald. That is a good example of what other podcasts engage in. But it isn't, so I won't. Later, after this podcast, we're going to drink brandy and make anagrams out of Pat Fitzgerald's name without using any digital assistance. I'm actually just going to sit in a room with some brandy. That's that's even better. I thought I'd mich- I thought I'd out Michigan Michigan to you, and there you just come. Like Amazing. the Tower of Babel, friend. The only way to go is up. Hmm. We have an out-of-conference game next. Uh, that'd be Maryland at Michigan. Yes, hmm. the the University of Fashion Disaster. New on the schedule. Haven't seen much of them, to be honest. Are they still in the Big East? I don't think that conference exists anymore. Hmm. I think they're calling themselves the American, which... <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, it's good because it sounds like a movie Russell Crowe agrees to be in as long as he doesn't have to lose any weight. That's Russell Crowe, Michigan adjacent. Correct. Yeah, not not a Michigan grad, but Michigan adjacent. I'm sure he went to whatever the Michigan of New Zealand is. So that's Maryland. Yes, we won. Excellent. Ah, back to Big Ten play the next week. That's that's when we play. Our respected but troubled brethren, Wisconsin. Oh, just the fattest letter possible on that. It's helmet. time to get caloric. I mean, you you look at a helmet schedule for for this season, and you see Nebraska, kind of undersized, and Northwestern, thick but in the wrong places, and then you get to Wisconsin, and it's just it's a like it's a bear claw, a bear claw you eat of a W. It's it's impressive, I will say. Just, just, just a, a W bursting at the seams. Their commitment to girth in all things. Wisconsin knows who they are, and I appreciate that about Spilling them. Spilling out of its long johns, W. Getting up, getting up far too late for work and drinking. Just a big Duluth Trading Company T-shirt of a team, right? Yeah. You notice, there's a really good way to understanding everything that Wisconsin is relative to our own fine university. University of Michigan. Take the M. Turn it upside down. That's Wisconsin. Everything. Everything's the opposite. Right? Have they had any grand disappointing inconsistencies in their recent noble struggles to remain competitive in football while maintaining virtue? No, not really. They just keep plowing along. That's what they do. Farmers, people of the land. People who put the tractor in the soil at 7 a.m. and they uh, take it out at 4, they immediately plow straight into the bar at 4.15. In, in many ways, a cautionary tale, I would say. Uh, obviously, there's a segment. Is it? I, I would say a, a small segment of the Michigan fan base dissatisfied with the fact that we haven't won the division. But then you look at a program like Wisconsin, and uh, what, what have their division wins got them? The noble Wolverine, baron of the forests, warrior, elusive sometimes, savage, intelligent, loyal. Flip that all around. The hobo Wolverine, that's the badger. That's the badger. That's right. The Wolverine does not drink alcohol. 
the Badger, probably the only member of family of uh, the Mastilidae family that has uh, a noted propensity for alcoholism. Most people don't know that. Most people have never tried to pull a 12-pack out of a badger's mouth. Has schnapps for blood. Yep, that's why they don't freeze. That's that's what the movie Alien was based on. People don't know that. <laughs> There's a problem. They stop pursuing at one point. <laughs> if you just if you just take a TV and you put on like uh I don't know, an old Packers game. An old Packers game or maybe Sudden Impact. You know, maybe, you know, just a classic 80s, 90s banger of an action movie. Maybe you go picture in picture, under siege, old Packers game. Sure. Put that in there. Throw a 24 pack in. Aliens turns into a 45 minute long movie where all the xenomorphs are just sitting there going, Don Mikowski could throw the ball. (sighs) Up next, Penn State. That's not next on the schedule at all. Penn State's after Wisconsin. Bye week, sir. There's a bye week. Uh, you're correct. We will spend our time deeply engaged in study, taking advantage of the off week to refresh our bodies, sure, but mainly our minds. The body is but a vessel for the mind. Arguably, the bye week is the the most important week of the season because we lack an opponent. And so we have to battle the opponents that all meant sloth, avarice, masturbation, wanting to eat salad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Milk slander. Exactly. Sometimes the, sometimes the soul wants to slander milk. Almond milk. Mm, please. Ugh. <laughs> think, think you mean almond water. Turkey bacon. Mm. Disagree. These are these are the things. These are the dangers of bye week. Fruit beer. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Without an opponent to face, October twentieth, um, we will move on to uh, Penn State. We have now finally arrived at Penn State after much uh, after after false starts. Something our offense has grown familiar with. True. Here's here's all you need to know about Penn State. Penn State um, plays Minnesota not every year, but regularly. I don't believe they play Minnesota this year, and they do so for a traveling trophy. I'm sure you've, if you if you're a Michigan fan, you know all about these. You you uh, have appraised them in your spare time. In the case of Penn State Minnesota, that is the Governor's Victory Belt. That's G O V E R N O R apostrophe S. Now, Spencer and Jason, you would think, based on that spelling, that a single governor presented this bell. You would you be would. wrong. You would be wrong. It was presented by the governors of Minnesota and Pennsylvania in nineteen ninety three when Penn State joined the conference. It is an affront to grammar and usage or a open declaration that our federal system of government are in which we empower the states to run themselves should be overturned. So you t- you tell me, Penn State, are you bad at grammar or are you fascists or are you both? Spencer, where, where should people go to debate whether federalism has run its course on the on the victor's board? Mm, I think that's under Victor's Board slash Federalism. That's in the 
43,298 thread long uh, discussion, uh, which at one point nearly burned said forum to the ground. That's that's where you can go find it. I believe that it has devolved into a sharing of recipes, children's pictures, and occasionally debunking of uh, fabulous conspiracy theories. So go there. It's actually a wonderful social network at this point. It is. It, You'll also find a good thread there about how every day should be Saturday isn't as funny as it used to be. And it's you're right. It's not. It's true. No, as Michigan grads, we completely concur. Also, also we own, you can, I learned, can you spell humor without UM? I think not. Also from the Victor's board, I learned that the University of Mississippi is the only um, football program that pays its players. The only invented it. Fascinating. It's incredible. I have a suspicion about Auburn, but I don't feel comfortable sharing it here. Good. Mm. We want to. We want to avoid uh, exposing ourselves to litigery. You know how those. You know how those Alabamians are with their courts. Once, once they, once they uh, lure you into one of those southern courts, it's over for you. I assume those are outdoors. Well, um, yes. yeah, mostly. My, my cousin Vinny is a documentary. Is what you need to know. There are also churches and military bases. Yeah, sorry to reference so new a film. So Alabama, the eight-bit Sim City. Mm. <laughs> I believe I'm going to go ahead and just make a controversial call here. That um, I think we lose this game. I know. I Duh. Know, I know. But character but, building. Character building. Character building. All great teams must be humbled at one point. And since this team will not be humbled by itself, as it is too humble to find any humility in its own humility, I think Penn State will do that for us. Uh, perhaps the laziness from a bye week creeping over, perhaps uh, looking ahead to Rutgers will distract this team. But still, I think that uh, I, I think that this is this is a necessary loss. This is also this is also the part of the season where we you know Penn State needs to win this game. Because this is the this is part of the path that leads to them spending the holidays arguing internally with their family, who all agree with them, about why Penn State got left out of the playoff. A problem we, as Michigan fans, who love our families and want to spend quality time with them uh, in December and at the new year, avoid altogether. Why would we why would we be part of this silly childish bickering when we can let Penn State do it at whatever Wawa they're celebrating Thanksgiving at? Also, there's no shame in losing to Penn. That's an Ivy League school. There's no shame in celebrating Thanksgiving at Wawa. Please. There this, is. You should be at Sheets, but Yeah. I personally celebrate at a QT. But that's because I have family who appreciate the finer things in life. Sorry for dropping off there, gentlemen. I'm on my third New York Times crossword puzzle of this episode. As a Michigan grad would. She's taking her time. Do you do it in Esperanto, though? Not yet. The only true high. <laughs> um, and I said that we lose that game looking forward to Rutgers. And gentlemen and lady, this is why I worry about Rutgers. I worry about Rutgers because there is a trend and it is a disturbing one. Because we laugh at Rutgers. Oh, we do. <laughs> Remember that from a peak in 2016, winning 78-0. to zero. Yes, a rollicking romp 
against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. I will say this: that margin of that margin of seventy-eight points wasn't so funny when last year that fell in two thousand seventeen to a mere twenty-one point victory. <laughs> At this rate, if we continue this level of Rutgers improvement and Michigan not taking Rutgers seriously, they're due to beat us somewhere by around fourteen points if things keep going. I say this with a heavy heart because I do love Michigan more than anything in the world. I will understand if we look at the conference standings at the end of the season and it says Rutgers, champion of the East, Penn State second, Michigan third. I'll take the, I I will accept that. I will accept that. I won't like it, but I will accept it. Well, Rutgers, Rutgers invented the sport. They're very old. As a Michigan fan, I like that. I do like that. Um, I do also enjoy that they uh, they're taking their improvement slowly. I although, think that's the way although, to do it. Although, although, hold on, Rutgers had the advantage of there was no coaches' poll to sully their accomplishments back then. Hmm. I would like to say that we win this game, but be warned, Michigan. Be warned. This is not without pitfalls. This is not without history, as we are all students of. Am I right? Yes, we've seen Hamilton several times. Since birth. Exactly. Hamilton's my favorite rap album. Hands down. Don't ask what my second is, but it's absolutely my favorite rap album. Royce the 5'9". I'm unfamiliar with this measurement, but um, we can discuss it after the podcast. On the on the Victor's board. The measurements. Yes. The measurements subboard. M- measurements subboard. Um, don't bring the up the furious, me- the furious metric <laughs> metric debate. You know, some people, some people think that debate was over in 1981. Au contraire, we're still having it. Sometimes I go to that board and argue that we should go back to measuring things by the king's forearm. Sure. <laughs> I don't bring back cubits. I I don't think that Bernard Robinson's forearm Bill makes bring a dependable measure. Not Bill Cubit. <laughs> Not Bill Cubit, please. We should measure things by Bill Cubit. <laughs> Just to feel how many Bill Cubits. Excuse me, Bill's Cubit. Bill's Cubit. <laughs> Does this mean Bill Cubit's penis? Good night, everybody. That could be seasonally variable, so you really don't <laughs> want to do that. Especially as cold as it gets in, we'll, in the we'll, mitten. We'll use the median. Don't be don't be a fool. <laughs> <laughs> This will require a period of observation that will take months, different scenarios, situations, levels of arousal, Ryan. And I, you know what? I have a federal grant for this study. If, if you can get that past the ethics people, then by all means do. But I tell you, the FDA is going to shut this Spencer, down. you're being a prude. That's what the laboratory's for. I'm being a scientist. We drove a car on the moon. We can absolutely monitor Bill Cubit's penis. Is Bill Cubit alive? He won't be after this. Let me look this up just to make sure. He's alive. Uh, it seems he is. Yeah. That's good. That's good. He's alive. Speaking of um, people who might remember the last time that Indiana beat Michigan. Don't look. Bill Cubitt's penis? Quite oh, a memory. It, f- it fully remembers that day. Don't ask why. The Can any of you... Okay, can any of you give me the year that Michigan last lost a dark day to Indiana? Hmm. 
Might I remind you, while you're thinking about this, Michigan has been through the following in the time period between, say, 1999 and the present. The Rich Rodriguez era, the Brady Hoke era. Lows lower than previous historical lows unimagined by any Michigan fan, including really old Michigan fans. As bad as it has been ever for the Michigan Wolverines. How long has it been? What was the year that so, Indiana last beat Michigan? So you said since 1999. I'm going to guess it's 1999. I'll say 2000. No. No. That was a clever fake, Spencer. It you, was. You you mined your, your question with misinformation, which steered me directly into the wrong answer. I've been outwitted. I will give you a clue. All right. A clue. All right. Since it's it's further back than either of your guesses. And 1974. I was going to give you a couple of songs from the last time. That I don't I don't in- listen. To, I only listen to music at open swing night. Okay, well, perhaps you'll remember this doggerel from your childhood days when you had less discerning tastes. Um, Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bangles. Alone by Heart. Shake You Down by Gregory Abbott. I'm unfamiliar. I I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. What year? In 1988? Very close. Very close. 1987? 1987. Bill Cubitt was at Martin County High School in Florida. And so was his penis. We don't. We can't assume that, Ryan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a logical leap. <sighs> Ryan, we have to talk about this. Your fascination with Bill Cubitt's penis is going to just submarine this entire podcast. Abs- you've you've said this for 18 episodes, and yet this podcast continues. Undead and lurching forward like a Wisconsin offense. Yes, this. This was 1987. That means Indiana has not... Indiana didn't beat us any time during the Troubles. They didn't beat us at our lowest. They didn't beat uh, the worst Rich Rodriguez teams. They didn't beat the worst Brady Hoke teams. They they, they still... They got every chance in the world to do it. And they still haven't done it. Admittedly, last year, respectable effort by the Hoosiers. I mean, every year. They come really, 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 really close every year. But you're and... you're you're both getting lost in the detail. What's important is not the winning streak or Indiana's failure to end it. The important thing is that this is the game. This is the game. That's what True. you'll see you'll see it people other rivalries have oh, this is the Iron Bowl or oh, this is you know, the war on I this is the game. This is the one we talk about. It's why it is the end of our schedule every year. Every year on Thanksgiving. Believe me when I tell you that. Michigan, Indiana, the most blue versus red, the most important game. This decides dynasties. The state out northwest, north southwest. Excuse me. I was thinking about Northwestern again. I'm the first person to ever do that. I'm simply going to count this as our second victory over Notre Dame of the year. I think this is the year Indiana breaks the streak because that's how important the game is. 
Mm. Going to have to disagree with that one. Not with you. They're going to die. Sorry, I was thinking about Bill Cupid's penis. I won't lie. Yeah. I would go ahead. This is uh, this is a another noble effort by the Hoosiers, but they collapse late. I think this feels like a 35-21. 35-21. Mind you, we're not scoring those offensively. That would be gauche. I think those I think are if it's a if it's a Michigan Indiana game, it's gonna to need to be 35, 34 and a half. Mm. If we can do that. Indiana's I- got the ball, players running to uh, score the winning drop kick uh, and he he misses something like that pardon me I just almost died oh